Welcome back, everybody. So thanks for your concern. You're here with Bernice. And I'm Ella. Welcome back. It is Hi. another lovely week to be alive, to be here. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, you know, just creeping on, keeping on. Ella, what you been up to? I, what, I've been, okay, I had something very specific. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> Took me a second. I've okay. been up to a lot. Okay. Something I wanted to do, like, plug at the beginning of the show, because, just in case, um, I'm doing a show on February 15th. It's like a comedy variety show called My Straight Friends, so get the details of that on our Instagram. And also, I've been going to all... I'm trying to see all the movies that were nominated for the Oscars, and I saw Zone of Interest, which I usually won't see because it's about the Holocaust and the an Auschwitz concentration camp and I oh, tend to not it I yeah I tend not yeah. to see that but I went and saw it and honestly 10 out of 10 recommend it was like okay. one of the most like profound movies I've been thinking about I can't stop thinking about it uh something this is gonna sound fucked up but like I got a mad case of the giggles in the middle of it because oh. the person behind me was making so much noise okay so I'm telling you like it's dead silent. This movie is a very quiet movie. And I got the person behind me that brought like a smorgasbord oh, of yeah. their own <laughs> snacks. And so I'm being yeah, literally like, so like for 20 minutes, this person is rifling through plastic bags. Homegirl brought some like pho and is slurping on soup. And so it's dead silent. And we got like someone taken out behind me. And obviously like, I'm not going to say anything. Right. And then finally, after like 40 minutes of like nonstop noise. Oh, the other thing that they did that was low key fucking foul is they were like, I'm being dead serious. They were spitting like um, like sunflower seeds so I could hear them cracking nuts and then spitting the shells. And I'm sitting right behind in front of them. So I'm like kind of seeing like projectile seeds coming from behind me and this movie is dead quiet like literally the whole movie is really quiet and so I'm just sitting here like oh my god like this is objectively like I thought I was getting punked and so then finally (laughs) they quiet down and there's like a really long pause of silence and then I just hear like them like it sounded like they shook up a soda bottle and then cracked it so it was like And then at that point, I was with my fucking cousin. And so my cousin fucking starts giggling. And then I start giggling. And I was trying so hard not to laugh because it's not that funny. But just the whole situation was hilarious. And I was like, oh, my God. Now I'm the loud person giggling my ass off. But I just, like, was just humorous the amount of noise this person was making. Because had we been in, like, the Taylor Swift eras movie, I wouldn't have cared. You know, we'd been in the Mean Girls musical. Go ahead. You know. With the rising prices at the movie theater, I get it. You got to bring your own snacks. But it was literally just like a comedy of errors. But besides that, the movie was absolutely beautiful. I fully loved it. So that's what I've been doing. Seeing more foreign movies is like my new goal. Ooh, I steer away from them because honestly, like I'm staring at a screen all day. I kind of don't want to like read when I'm at the theater, which is kind of why I avoid them. But I'm doing the reading. Okay, I like that. You could also, you understand some Spanish. You could probably watch more Spanish movies. <laughs> you know, it's funny you bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Because I want to go to Peru. Okay. 
I think I want to go see Machu Picchu for my 30th birthday. It's kind of, I think that'd be fun. And have you heard of uh, the new Sofia Vergara Netflix limited document, limited series called Griselda? No. Really good, honestly. Quite a good limited series. It's kind of, Griselda was like a female cocaine queen pin in Miami. Oh. Now she was, I mean, we love a entrepreneur for sure. <laughs> a woman a, in business. A, a woman in business, <laughs> woman but business. she was a little brutal, <laughs> a little a savage, um, a little so as some people, gnarly as scenes. people in in drugs yeah. usually are. Yeah, yeah, it was yes. in that scene. But I was like, <laughs> my boyfriend was like, was like, okay, what are they saying? So she speaks so much Spanish, and I was like. See, these aren't regular words. This isn't conversational no, Spanish. Girl, this you is just like don't know Spanish. It's I okay. <laughs> I'm working on it. My Duolingo is I'm working on it. Anyways. Uh, that's what's up with me. Okay. Um, what's up with you? What's up with me? You know, I leave for Mexico for a bit in like a week and a half, and it just dawned on me that that's happening. But like I'm also trying to like build a business of like I make outfits and they're like custom outfits and I'm leaving for like most of February and I just it just dawned on me I was like I leave in a week and a half there's like a lot to do in a week and a half like that I was on the Delulu train uh up until probably this morning so now I'm like oh really (laughs) we're a little busy but um you know we're gonna get it done I did something major I asked for help (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I need help. Love it. Call everyone. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We're, you know, we're just working on that. But um, with the hee hee ha ha's, yesterday I went to a DJ called Butt, which if you don't know him, you should check him out. I think he's from Germany, um, and he plays house music. He has some like he has one really popular song called Clouds. Um, and he had a pop-up show yesterday, like, that was free at, like, a barbershop. Very fucking New York, you know? DJing in the fucking subway and shit like that. Um, So I went, and it was, like, an, an hour set, but I had the time of my life. And I stood on, like, it was since it was at a barbershop, I kind of stood, stood in, like, one of the little booth situations. And I was like, am I a platform girly again? Like, I was built for this. <laughs> Oh, these like sea of NYU kids, and then yeah. like me in this platform, and I was like, I went to a state school. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really felt like I was back in college for a second. I was like, wow, this is a uh, this is thrilling. I mean, it was probably way more fun than it. It's probably oh. what we thought college was like. But yeah, it just wasn't. Was you it? Know? No, yeah. no, it wasn't like our local DJ who we had like Math One Hundred Two with. You know, like. <laughs> It was a little better than that. Um, But yeah, so there's been some fun stuff going on over here in my realm of the world. But I'm excited to get into this episode today. We are talking about point of view. You just went through a breakup. So should we get into it? Let's do it. So this 
topic was kind of sparked by um, Austin Broom, McBroom. If we've seen his breakup, he's been literally shitting and pissing and throwing up over his breakup. And he's been posting some <laughs> funny Snapchat content. And we just thought about like POV talks a person gets dumped and other POVs for just basically you're ending a relationship. So we'll start yeah. off with like POV, a toxic person gets dumped. All right. <laughs> it's really funny when someone, <laughs> when you see your ex start working on themselves after you've been like begging them to work on themselves <laughs> and then they get dumped and it's like, they're like a, now they're a self-help guru. <laughs> Yeah, um, this actually, I can relate to this kind of recently. Uh, there was like a somebody, I was kind of like, a, I wouldn't call it a full situation. It was just something that lingered for way too long until, you know, it's finally like Riz Rap done, so raps. And one of my friends like met up with him for dinner. And he, you know, he was just talking about how he's a change man. He's not smoking, he's not drinking, he's not dating. He's reading self-help books. He's like doing the work on himself. And I was like, <laughs> you did terrorize me for a few years, but like, I'm glad you're doing that now. You're like, I'm thankful, I guess, for like the globe, the universe, <laughs> other women in New York, but okay. A whole new person. Okay. And the thing is, it's interesting because you do ask for that for a very long time, but I'm glad like people finally get it together. I think honestly, usually it goes like people will have like a little party face for a while from like their legitimate like breakup and then kind of like go downhill, like the toxic specifically, they'll go downhill before they come back up in most situations. I mean, it just depends on the person, but I feel like I also, when a toxic person, uh, like gets dumped, I love their like PR, uh, scheme around the, <laughs> the breakup. Let me not look like a horrible human. Yeah. Let me look somewhat decent. Like it was both. It was both. We both had, we well, both had things to work out. It was mutual. We just, <laughs> And then you're like, okay, but who dumped who? And you're like, well, she dumped me, but like I was gonna dump her, and you know, she she's really, you know, she puts up a front too, you know, she's not as good. At, yeah, and this whole like trying to like, I'm like, who is this for? Who are you talking to? Like, this is yeah. Kinda, <laughs> Where whatever. are the cameras at? Yeah, Where are literally. the cameras? <laughs> Man, like, go to a confessional, to dude. <laughs> you don't have to convince me yeah literally you don't have to convince me <laughs> oh my god um yeah you know i agree sometimes with this it, you know it's so bad when they like go to straight to religion yeah <laughs> suddenly they're a man of god okay <laughs> Like, you, I don't know. I think sometimes you're like, this has to be a part of a plan because maybe you thought the other person was locked in. So maybe you, I don't know, sometimes depending on the person, but I think sometimes when a toxic person gets dumped or just someone in general and they didn't see it coming, they like need to speak to like someone bigger than themselves about why this happened. You know, like, let me talk to the dude above about why all this is happening to me. 
I think that a lot of people turn into like religion or spirituality or whatever, which we'll get into a little bit of like the hot girl one. Uh, but it, because you need like something to believe in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which in a way that's good. But when I think about this uh, specific thing, how the specific thing manifests, I think of the episode of like uh, Arrested Development where uh, <laughs> Job is like, he is talking about how he came out as like a gay man, but he's going to go to conversion therapy so he could come back rebranded as not gay, but not actually not gay. You know what I mean? So I feel it's like that rebrand of like, I went to church and I found God. Therefore I'm this new person without necessarily taking a lot of accountability in like healing themselves and actually becoming a better person. Yeah. It's just like, I just talked to God now. <laughs> It's the, the quack, the quick, I said quack, huh? I meant the quick track to healing is, I'm going to let someone else bigger than myself just do the healing for me. I'm not going to work on myself. I'm just going to let God heal me. And God healed me because I've been going to church. And it's like, no, that's like, not what, what that is. What are you learning, is. though? Like, what are you learning? What are you absorbing? Therapy and religion are not the same thing, babes. Okay, let's start there. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you can make right with the Lord, but the Lord, the Lord is not gonna all of a sudden make you feel the pain that you need to feel in order to heal and to be able to let go of your trauma. Like, the Lord is not gonna do that, unfortunately. <laughs> that, that's on you. Honestly, this is just a red flag in general, but if I hear the word, like, demons come out of a dude's mouth, <laughs> I'm like, what I'm demons? My like, demons. <laughs> like, do you need an exorcist? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? What demons are you fighting? Like, it always, like, it's such a, like, I don't know why, but I straight up am so confused, and anytime I try to dig into what someone's demons are, we don't really get good answers. I'm fighting <laughs> myself, and I'm like, what's the fuck does that mean there was a tiktok i was very stand up for this one that said like dudes out here be saying they're fight they're fighting their demons what demons are your demons bisexuality and i was like you know they could be baby like yeah, they could be and this is like specifically for like cheer serial cheaters it was like what demons bro i mean uh, yeah the demons thing is always very interesting to me um usually the demons are just like not caring about other people putting themselves in front of other people i think sometimes that's what the stem is is that you just don't care enough to like put other people first i mean i will say like with when people say like finding themselves i i i see that one because sometimes when you're in a relationship you get so caught up in like who you are as part of that relationship um, depending on your dynamic, like obviously your relationship takes two people to do whatever, like, um, but getting out specifically from like a long-term relationship where you made this person a really big part of your life when you're alone, when you're without this person, I think you do need to figure out who you are without that person, you know? And sometimes this is where I see a lot of people get into, like, I'm finding myself, but it's never necessarily <laughs> at least like, that positive sometimes it's like i'm finding myself and it's like at the club you've been finding yourself at the club for a year and a half what have you found at the club 
also it's like what is this different like how is, <laughs> what new things are you doing to discover yourself because if you've been at the club and you still go into the club the club isn't offering anything new no it's the same vibe it's actually it's actually kind of trippy because when i first moved to new york i went out to clubs and it was all these promoters and specific people that I saw. And then like two years later, I went back to the clubs like randomly on like, I don't know, a random day. And it was still the same people. And I was like, oh my God, you guys have been around doing the same thing for two years. Wild. Wild. Obviously, like I understand like the hustle and I feel like, you know, if you're hustling for money and you want to be in the club scene, I get it. But honestly, it's kind of like, um, what's that movie? I don't know, but it's like you play the same day every time, you know, like I feel like sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I, I didn't like the club because it was like no matter what club I went to, it was like the same kind of like hot girls, guys spend money, fucking champagne bottles. It's very shallow and it's yeah. very entitled. People think they can act however they want because they're paying large sum to be there specifically in New York clubs and also I just like started raving and honestly going from like a rave scene to a club the vibes are so bad everybody's on edge guarded at clubs just because it's just like a different vibe where it's just not kind like the vibe is not there for you to be nice to each other the vibe is to like show out all the money you have um which DJs you're there to see like it's really like cloud chasing 101 when you're at the club um and I just don't vibe with that like I'm out here really trying to kiki make absolute homies and some people are not plur at the club so it's honestly you know it's one of those things that I was like I don't like it here because I can't hear myself think I don't mind that part. Like, I honestly think, like, dance therapy is real. Like, I understand why people like to go, like, have that release through, like, dance and music and movement. Like, I'm all with that. However, I think it's more about, like, what is it that you're getting out of this experience, right? And mostly when you're, like, buying into it and spending all your money and being around specific people that could be toxic for you. Because you're, well, what's that phrase? Uh, fuck. Flocks of a feather flock together, whatever. Birds of a feather flock Friends together. Birds of a feather flock together. Um, if your you're vibe in a club scene, your tribe. You yeah, know. like if you are constantly surrounded by people that at first when you met, you thought like, oh, this is shallow, this is whatever. The more you hang around those people, the more like them you become. So you just got to be careful into what you're buying into, you know, at the end of the day, like it really is a reflection of who you are in the spaces that you're in. Unfortunately, even if you feel like you're different from people there, you're probably not. <laughs> you know, it's like the last thing that I feel like toxic people do. And I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like they always hit up that person that they told you not to worry about. Oh, yeah. Like, that's their like <laughs> go to. And then it's like, you're like, I, I just know it because I've been on like I don't know, both ends of the fucking spectrum where it's like, yeah. oh. I, I've been the girl they told you not yes. to worry about. Yeah. Literally. And I, I actually just remember this text because I told this person, please leave me alone. I never want to see you again. I never want to hear from you again. I literally don't understand why you feel like hitting you can me reach up. Out to me. like, I yeah. don't get it. Eight months later, me and Brooke broke up. Ha ha. Okay. Yes, and what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What does this mean to me? Thought you should know. Why? No. <laughs> like fuck, dude. And then I was felt. I felt bad for Brooke. I'm like, 
he couldn't wait to text me that you guys broke up and we haven't spoken like almost a year. And the last time I spoke to him, I said, never speak to me again. I honestly would have replied, I'm happy for her. She finally got that she could do better. I mean, yeah, that one actually, I actually hate like sometimes that like, I guess it was like something different, but sometimes when a breakup happens, I'm like so happy for whoever was just being like strung along. Like, I think this goes into like POV for a hot girl. Like, I honestly feel like some people just rather have someone than no one and they can string people along. And I feel so guilty when that happens to like a beautiful person who has like a lot going for them, but they're just paired up with someone that just doesn't see it. Oh, man, that really hurts my heart. I don't know if they don't see it, but they can't see outside of themselves. Like, I think a reflection of where you are in your life is such, like, a big thing. Like, if you're dating someone who's just, like, struggling in their own path, you can be a big cheerleader in their journey, and you can be doing really good. But if they can't, like, work it out with themselves, then it doesn't matter, like, who you are and what you do. They're just not going to be able to appreciate it. So sometimes you got to let people, like, figure things out and I and I don't know if it's necessarily wanting to be with someone rather than no one I think there's also like attachment that goes into it like getting attached to somebody and being in love with somebody even though you know that that may not be the person for you I think it's sometimes like a little hard to let go of somebody when you love them even though they might not be your person you know but honestly no one is always better than someone in my opinion yeah, I mean, I just need to, like, um, have you been watching Love is Blind Sweden? No, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think so, but there's this one girl on there who she's super dope, and this guy just does not like her as much as she likes him, and I just feel like I'm like, I, I can't wait till she moves on and finds a guy that likes her as much as she likes him. Yeah, I heard something recently that was like, like, just being grateful for the fact that like, this person couldn't see your light, because then that means like, there's something better for you out there. There's somebody that like, will see it. And like, sometimes you should be thankful that they didn't actually get to know you enough to see the light, because maybe they're not actually in the place that they would treat you the way, like, you know, that you're supposed to be treated or whatever. And I really resonated with that because it's like, yeah, you can be amazing. But I'm telling you, if somebody's just like not ready to see it, they will not see it. And maybe that is for the best, because if you linger and you stick around and you take whatever you can get, they're going to treat you like shit. okay? and then they're going to dim your light. They're going to shit on your light. They're going to take that because people are little vultures. okay? so if there is somebody that's not seeing it, that's like, how can this person is so fucking blind? Thank God, let them be without glasses for a while and let them, you know, like rock it out. Because I guarantee you, if you try to force it to make it work, it is, it's just not, I think you're going to end up fighting more to be treated the way that you want to be treated, to be respected, to be et cetera, for whatever, when you could just vibe it out and have somebody come into your life that already knows how to do that, where you don't feel like you're constantly trying to fight for getting things that you need. Somebody's just going to be able to meet you there, you know? Yeah, baby. And that takes us to POV, hot girls. Hot girls. Hot girls. When uh, when they get get out of a relationship. Yeah. 
damn, they, something about like getting out of like a toxic thing or something that was draining you or was taking a lot of mental space. I swear it just like brings back years into your life. People just suddenly look younger, healthier. There's more light in their eyes. <laughs> Obviously a divorce is like terrible, but sometimes I just really love when people are like, that's the best thing that ever happened to me, you know? Because obviously it's not fun to go through something like that. But to see someone's like thankful and happy on the other side, I'm like, oh, that's I'm happy for you that you're not just like sad, that you're happy and excited. And like you have this like new, I don't know, I guess it's kind of like a forced midlife crisis where you have to like focus on yourself. I know. It's also kind of sad to watch when it's like a couple breaks up. And the girl is just, like, doing so much better. But the thing is, I think with a lot of girls, it's, like, they will literally uproot, change their whole lives. They're just, like, you know, I just need a little a little change to do. Something positive. Something that's going to make my skin glow. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they just have more time and resources. Like, dating can be a time-consuming and energy-consuming habit. And I love seeing when, like, People have this all this time and they're just like hotter than they ever were. And they they were hot to begin with. They dumped that dusty and suddenly, you know, they're going on hinge on fucking social media, probably posting the best pictures you've ever seen of them. Yeah. <laughs> suddenly you're a model. Well, <laughs> dust, dude, dust attracts dust. Okay. <laughs> when you date a dusty man, you start slipping, I think, because you're just because you your vibe attracts your tribe. I wonder if my ex-boyfriend knew the end was coming because I, you know, you get into a relationship and then you know that you're happy and in love sometimes when you start gaining like love weight. So it's like I got like a little pudgy and like it was cute, you know, like this is just what happens when you're in love sometimes, <laughs> at least to me. And then the pandemic happened and I just was like not happy in my relationship, but I also just started like doing things for myself. Like I started going on runs and then I just like started working on my own self-esteem. And then I just started taking like more pictures and being more creative. And I wonder if he knew that that was the end. You know what I mean? When she's like, mm, oh, she's probably, ready to turn her life around. Probably when you moved to New York without him was probably, he was <laughs> like, I think she's, uh, she didn't take me with her. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't That's do that. That's probably when they started. But yeah, no, I mean, honestly. I'd recommend that though for a yeah. clean breakup. If you have trouble detaching from people, like if you linger on because like, you know, you love this person and you know you can't do it. Um, I do recommend moving away from that person. It makes it a lot easier when you don't see them. You have to hang around them because you have friends in common. And you allow each other to heal without you and carry on life without you. And it's kind of like ripping off a Band-Aid because it's really zero to 100. Yeah. Um, but... I actually think it was, like, probably the most beneficial for both of us. Like, he moved on. He is, like, with somebody else. I'm happy for him, to be honest with you. And I think if I had been in the same city, constantly being around him, it would have been, like, really messy. And it would have taken a lot longer for us to be like, oh, wait, we shouldn't be together. Yeah. Clean breaks, baby. Clean breaks. I mean, honestly, I think sometimes you, like a person's kind of like a habit that you have to like break when it comes to a breakup. And sometimes the easiest way to break a habit is 
completely change everything. No, but like change your environment, you know, like it actually is like scientifically proven. Like if you want to break a habit, you're going to have to like change your life, you know, ready to become a new person. Hey man, sometimes I don't know. I, I don't, I also don't think sometimes like breakups are like, or a relationship is so insidious. Like you could be in a good, healthy relationship and still glow up after because it's just yeah. like, it's new. And it just, you get time to refocus on yourself because no matter how healthy your relationship is, you're focusing on another person. And then when it's just you alone and single, you're like, okay, wait, shit, this is just me. You know, that's all you focus on. Yeah. It's like you and your dog and whoever. You and your dog. You and your mains, and that yeah. is it. No, period. Um, sometimes you know it was so bad, and even if it wasn't like a full relationship, maybe it was somebody you were talking to, whatever. Whenever you drop a dusty, you know it was so bad that you turn into astrology. Okay, that, that yeah. happened to me. <laughs> I was like, oh, what's astrology about? And now I can tell you everything that's going on with the moon and the sun and the. <laughs> I mean, honestly. I love that freedom. I love that freedom <laughs> of like, let me figure this out. I mean, I straight up feel like manifestation, affirmations, astrology, it's all just kind mm-hmm. of like, I don't know, a more spiritual way of looking at self-care and like leveling up and growth. Manifestation I- is just like a tool. And I feel like I love that, you know, whatever tools you want to use. I actually, I think, like, spirituality and all that stuff is, like, really close to kind of, like, the religion aspect that it's, like, holding on to hope that, like, the universe has it worked out. I just specifically like it more than subscribing to specific religion because with spirituality, you're talking more about, like, the universe and, like, how things happen rather than, like, a specific, like, way that it goes down. Because I just, you know, nobody really knows. And I feel like sometimes religion... I don't know, at least for me. Well, they're mostly patriarchal. Exactly. Which kind of is like, like, I I just got out of a breakup. I don't know if I really want to rely on Sky Daddy now. You know, I'd rather just do other things. Yeah. And sometimes when you join specific groups of people, they'll judge you for the things that you like did or whatever. I just don't need all that drama. You know what I mean? Like that just sounds like a lot. Like some religions used to divide people. I'm just really not about those vibes. You know, like I'm just trying to become like a new girly. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't want this history of trauma when I'm trying to grow as an individual from this breakup. Yeah. I get it. I just need to believe that everything happens for a reason and the universe is working for me, not against me. And that's it. (laughs) That's literally all I need in order to keep going. So maybe that's why the crystal girlies and the witches are out. (laughs) I love it. I mean, I also love like when people get new hobbies. I I love new hobbies. Like you'd get it a breakup. My friend, she is like such a boss in pole dancing and she takes a lot of different pole tech classes and like I feel like that was sparked because of a breakup you know because it's like kind of embarrassing to I mean I don't think it's embarrassing but depending on your relationship dynamic like oh I'm gonna learn how to pole dance might make some losers uncomfortable I don't know anyways (laughs) I think they waited until after the breakup yeah I think you wait to do a lot of things after your breakup uh (laughs) you know and you have all this new time and found like just resources where honestly like for me like with the whip it did come like after I ended things with somebody and it was 
awesome. Like it just taught me, obviously you're putting attention into something new. You can get like super hyper fixated. So it distracts you. And mostly if it's something like art or expression related too, like it really does help you release stress, express your feelings in a way that's just like more positive and also fun. Like anything that requires you to move around and like exercise a little, like get your cardio up is also just like boosting your serotonin. So, you know, releasing endorphins, which are really good for you. And then when you start becoming good at something that high of like, whoa, I was in the depths of hell and now I'm really good at this thing and I'm actually totally okay. You're like, I'm winning. It's like, it's it's literally like a tool of healing, you know, because breakups are emotionally The tough. worst. They're tough. They're never yeah. easy. I don't even give a fuck what your situation is. Like, it's never easy to break up. But sometimes when you just pick up a new hobby or you go back to an old hobby like painting or whipping or dancing or whatever, it's like legitimately just healing magic so that you kind of have an outlet for negativity and tough emotions. Just hit that whole rebrand. You know, I also see with a lot of people who get out of breakups, it's dyeing your hair, cutting your hair. You know, hey, dyeing your eyebrows. Who knows? You know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. And honestly, you should do it. Like, rebuilding yourself as a human being is one of, like, the most beautiful things that we can do. Like, I might as well fuck around and find out that I can't transform any second I decide to. Actually, it was interesting. I was thinking about doing this in the update, but I didn't. But, like... I was thinking about how beautiful it is that the fact in like six months from now, everything could be different or like everything yeah. could be the same and you have the power mm-hmm. to do that. I feel like yeah. that's such a crazy concept that like I can change everything about my life if I so choose. I think that's crazy. And so like sometimes with a breakup, it's like I could still be sad about this in six months or I could rebrand to be a totally new person and you get to choose. It really could. And sometimes you even think about six months back and maybe that person that now is terrorizing your dreams, you didn't even know, right? So that sometimes gives me some perspective. Like, oh, I was totally fine six months ago. It hurts right now, but I'll be totally fine in six months. It'll be in a new place, new people. We have this thing, like, as human beings, like a recency bias, where it's like what's happening right now seems like the most intense, impactful thing. And it is because it's what you're dealing with right now. But, like, I... I literally forgot my ex's name for like 30 <laughs> seconds. And it what was, was that, man? I literally, <laughs> I mean, I remember crying, like combusting in class, you know, like I would be in a class and I'd be trying to pay attention. And then like, I'd fucking like be like, I need to cry right now because I was like, so hurt about something. And then like, I literally don't remember his name anymore. What the fuck? Couldn't tell you. I don't even remember what he looks like, really. Good. Whoa. Probably not. Probably not good. Probably not good. Because once you break up with that person, the love goggles, and you're getting over it, when the love goggles come out, you realize they were kind of a nuggo. <laughs> yeah. You know, also, I love when I see any person just have a really hot rebound, okay? Not to say that you should, but Oof. sometimes I'm like, good for you, girl. I love you getting back into the water with some really hot underwear model. We love that for you. Like, you deserve it after all the shit you just went through in that breakup. Period. Ain't nobody gonna judge my girl, okay? Because I want to be her right now. Literally. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I think with just like how you deal with a breakup, sometimes I like to think about it of like, what is the story of how I rallied? Right. So like, if I want to tell my tale later in life of like, oh yeah, this happened to me and it could have either sent me into a spiral. Like I could have decided that I didn't care about life anymore. And I did all these toxic things or my life story could be like, then I got really into this and that led to like a business opportunity. And, you know, then I met these people. And so thinking about it in that way, honestly, sometimes like helps me be like, how do I want to tell this? Like, how do I want to tell this back? You know, like, do I really want to be the bitch that lingered on another, like on a person for way longer? Because sometimes I feel like part of letting go is like accepting that you have to let this person go because you can still send them messages, block them on, block them. All that stuff is really like prolonging like the end per se, because you don't want to detach from this human being. But sometimes when I think about that, I'm like, do I really want to tell this story back? Like, but I was still like kind of messing with it, even though I knew it was going to be over for six more months. Or did I decide the next day that I was going to completely drop them off the face of the earth and I was going to move forward and I was going to start something new? you know? Oh, so yeah. That, yeah. I, so, I mean, I feel like I think about that in life, right? Like, it's like, yeah, how do I want my story to play out? And I think with breakups, it's like really good. And I think good time for reflection. What do you what did you get out of it? What you learn? And what do you want to take going forward? And like, sometimes it might be best just to like, leave some shit maybe you don't want to pick up as much baggage from that relationship as you want like you can really choose to be like this guy this person really hurt me and so I'm gonna carry that with me for the rest of my life or you can be like that happened and this is how I rallied and this is how I'm gonna move forward it's true yeah sometimes we do carry a lot of baggage and we gotta let those bags go in order for us to because we bring them around everywhere we go and then when you're with somebody else they also carry some of the weight of like your emotions and the things that you're going through, obviously, because when you get triggered in a relationship, <laughs> that becomes an issue, because <laughs> a bigger issue in your relationship. Uh, yeah, so learning how to let go of those things. I think it's proceed with caution, but don't like the per- the new person has it caused the hurt. And I think a lot of people get triggered in new relationships when they haven't healed from old ones. And they start taking it out on like this new person who didn't hurt them at all Mm -hmm. you know they just triggered something like from their past it's like oh my ex-boyfriend or what never really put like he said he would do something and he never did it so now when my new partner said he was going to do something and he didn't do it and I freaked out and he doesn't get it like oh that's because you haven't let like actually healed from your past relationship where like this was a really big issue this is a new person that didn't do all that you know what I mean so it's like but how do you want to carry that over into this new thing it's like, well, now you can communicate a little different and you can assess if they do it or not, if you want to get out right away. You know what I mean? Um, So, yeah, but it's tough because you don't really know that you're sometimes fucked up until you go through the situation. Um, Hey, it's always, I mean, (laughs) healing's like a circular process and like you think you're healed, like, you know what I'm saying? And then even like (laughs) I'm in a relationship, it's been four years, sometimes I fucking, I'm what this is new i haven't felt this and then it's like yeah. oh damn we lo- let's look at that you know because yeah new situations arise and I, we were talking about this with uh burunji about like how even though he's been married for like 15 years new shit comes up you know and it's it's just like one of those weird things that as human beings like 
whatever completely a healed person and like he like healed as um past tense word is not probably accurate it's more like always healing always growing it takes a while but like you get you get it down new situations give you i think sometimes when you see patterns repeating it's the opportunity for you to deal with it differently right so take it and really run with it like full fucking 180 difference of how you dealt with that past situation Mm. because that this is an opportunity to change that like if you got triggered because your ex did something and that's in your new relationship if you didn't say shit in your last relationship well maybe it's time you said shit yeah and honestly that's really i think a lot of times that's like sometimes people repeat patterns right and it's like Mm -hmm. the easiest not the easiest none of this is easy but you're going to continue to repeat a pattern until you do something different. 100%. And I think right now I'm I'm like experiencing something, not not fully like it, but like sometimes I'll get into sort of like, like a pattern where I could get into like a situation ships as a scenario. And I'm like, Oh, (laughs) we've been here before. How do we stop that? Um, literally by responding like the exact opposite, like, Oh, one of my needs didn't get met. Well, then I'm done with this situation. And like, you know, and carry on instead of like trying to make it work and whatever. Like I, you just need a plan of action that is completely different from your last plan and seeing all my different actions in a new, in a similar situation, but like a different situation and how my different actions have made somebody react differently. I'm like, oh my God, no wonder why that was a total shit show because I never communicated <laughs> clearly. I never was like, okay, with the with actually ne- not having this person in my life. You know what I mean? Like, even though I always said like I was done, I wasn't really done. But now I'm like, no, now I'm done. And, you know, sometimes you have the most power in walking away, being able to walk away. And I think sometimes like I need to remember that, that I was like, somebody right now is holding all the cards to a situation where I still have the power, but my power is walking away. Yeah. So like reclaim your power and you get the fuck out of there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's something also like not even walking, I guess something that I've been working on. That's not certainly walking away, but like kind of like deprogramming myself to expect a similar outcome with a different person if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like okay I don't bring up this conversation because with my ex this is how it would go okay well you're not dating your ex so you can't like expect that you're this new person's gonna act the exact same and this can happen with like I don't know like even like work like I've had situations where I knew how my last company or manager would react. So I would have a really, I'd have some like fear and anxiety with dealing with this new manager, but then this new manager is really understanding and like gets it. And it's like, Oh yeah, it's because I'm like attaching like this old person to this new person. And so I think that's something too, where I'm like, okay, baby. Oof, oh, wait, I have a good one that we didn't, that we didn't go through with the point of view toxic person. Yeah. It's just like straight getting into a whole new relationship. Oh, I wanted to talk about that. Like, I have you had it where, like, not me specifically, but I've had like girlfriends where it's like their ex got into a new relationship and like married, like within like a fucking year. And it's just like, yeah, well, I don't know if that's a good sign about that person. I don't know. I think this could be 50 50. Like, I actually know a lot of people that, yeah, they're like, their whole rebound situation was like within a three month span. And then that's the person they ended up marrying. It is like an actual phenomenon. Um, 
you know, judgment-free zone. But I'm saying if you all like literally were together and then the, the person that low-key maybe had like did you dirty, they were toxic, they right away latched into somebody new. First of all, we all know that they were already talking to that person. B, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> they had already scouted yeah. that other person out. Um, B, I will say that there's probably a lot of the same issues in that relationship than the one that you had with them. So maybe don't be like sad that like you didn't go down that road because (laughs) it probably just means that they were like, oh, this seems like an easier situation to get by, to be honest with you. And you never know how long people are going to last and also, like, when I, when I was talking to somebody and then he went back to his ex-girlfriend, I was like, damn, that's a shit show because he's going to keep cheating on her. And she knows that. And we all know that. And that's exactly what happened. You know what I mean? So it's like. like just, you like, count just your tell. blessings, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give it some time. You know, give it, some, give it a little bit of time. I think, actually, if you the longer that people wait is a better sign for me. Like. If somebody's like, oh, I'm just like not doing relationships for like a while after this like past relationship, I'm like, good for you. It looks like you're sane, you know, in the head. Yeah. Because I think after a breakup, you really have to feel the highs and the lows and figure who you are before you're truly able to get into something with somebody else that's going to be healthy, in my opinion. But, you know, people will do what they say. They'll do what they do. They'll find their soulmate. And that's it. And that's okay, too. It's their lives. At the end of the day, it's your life. But the okay, the breakups that actually I wanted to touch on, this is not like romantic breakups. This is friend breakups. Toxic versus mm. like other non. <laughs> I mean, most friendship breakups become toxic and then both people are kind of toxic, I think, in different ways. You know what I mean? Or one person yeah. is just really going through it, goes full toxic, and somebody gets fucked over. I hate friendship breakups. You'll think about this for the rest of your life, more than romantic breakups. Sometimes I, I think about one of my friendship breakups and like, it's not that I regret it, but I it haunts me more than some of my romantic breakups, Yeah, you know, because it was just like, uh, maybe I could have worked like maybe it could have been different. Things could have been different. You know, I feel like that more than like. I don't know when a relationship run its course, it's like run its course. But with friendships, I'm like, maybe if I'd put more boundaries or if I'd been more communicative, like I know that on my part, I could have done things differently and it will worked out. So those sometimes hurt me more because it's like you kind of, I don't know, sometimes you value friendships more than you value a dude, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, girlies? the girlies. I just mean, yeah, you know. I, I agree. I think it's uh, sometimes like I've had friends who – like guy friends who tried to hook up with me who I thought we were really close. And I was like, how dare you put our friendship on the line? (laughs) You know, without a second thought, like what's your plan here? Am I going to be your girlfriend? Then get away from me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Is this you saying you're in love with me? Or is this just saying like, you're just in it for the moment because that's so disrespectful. Yeah. Um, and those hurt, those hurt, but those I've been able to come back from by just being like, that fucking hurt my feelings. Like, that was stupid. Please don't do it again. And I'm like, you know, like right now, like it's extremely platonic. So, you know, get it together. (laughs) Don't touch me. (laughs) Literally. There's some that I, I think sometimes you just like, 
with anybody. You go through different stages in your life. Maybe your friend found new friends and now she's in a different era of their life. Um, and I, and sometimes they really go off the rails over in that direction. And that has, that has been some of my like friendship breakups where I'm like, Oh, we're no longer compatible as humans. And I, you know, and and then it's weird. Like you don't necessarily have beef, but you're just Mm -hmm. like no longer associating with each other. Hey man, I, I mean, like that's kind of life though. You know, it doesn't like hurt less, but sometimes I think I try not to take things too personally as me being just because we're in different eras of life that like, maybe something's wrong with me I think I was kind of beating myself up about not being friends with certain people thinking like oh like what's wrong with me and I'm just realizing that like there's nothing wrong with either of us we're just not compatible as friends and it like kind of just sucks because you kind of wish you were but it's like either one of you is gonna have to like change and you don't want that either necessarily that's true sometimes I will give friendships more of a go than I will do relationships but it's similar like with people now in friendships and in relationships, I'm like, here my like something happened. Here my let me reestablish some of these boundaries that you know I thought were evident in normal friendship. But if you you know break them, I'm gonna have to reestablish them. I had like one of my friends like try to hook up with this girl. Like I was like trying to try to talk to, and like she knew about it, and I was like. Ugh. I was like, this is not, we're not bros here. Like dudes are not loyal. Okay. But the girls we're loyal. Like I have never tried to go for like one of like actively talk to somebody that I know my friend likes like yeah. on purpose. Like that has never been my intention. It's schemey. It's weird. It's not loyal, you know, for me and boys do that a lot. But like, at least for me, if I have like a group of friends, I know those bitches are che- on check, you know, like, <laughs> you can't catch my friend slipping <laughs> yeah and and when that happened I was like oh no like you can't catch one of my friends slipping like let me be very clear about my expectations regarding this specific thing I was like this will have to be the end of our friendship but this is kind of like what I expect moving forward and they were like yeah 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 and then some other things like went down that were weird and we are no longer friends and I recently saw like they put, they had a picture with like this one person like on their birthday and I was like damn like I really ain't shit you know what I mean like <laughs> that sucks those hurt those yeah. hurt because friends will get you through like the depths of hell like a good friend is gonna be there for you at some of like the worst times of your life and to not feel comfortable talking to that person anymore like really sucks yeah I mean I it's weird now that I'm like older I guess like I don't know if older makes sense but I feel like now my boundaries are so much more firm that I have a lot less empathy for people stepping over boundaries you know because I feel like when you don't set up boundaries and someone steps over them then you didn't actually really have a boundary right like you just have like an unspoken expectation Uh, but like now I'm like "Mm, but I told you that didn't I didn't like that and that didn't make me feel like I could be close to you as a friend so and you still did it so that makes me feel like you don't really want to be my friend you know and that really sucks yeah yeah it does there's also people that like are in more toxic spaces in their lives you know like with the drinking or whatever other substances and personally I know like when I've had friends like that where I'm like I'm just not trying to be that vibe anymore like 
it's a way of outgrowing, but also just also setting those boundaries for yourself that like, I understand you're going through a rough time right now, but me going out drinking with you four times out of the week is just not where I'm like headed in life. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that, shoddy. So you let me know when you want to hit a yoga. (laughs) Uh, I'll be that. I'll be that friend. You know what I mean? I think honestly, sometimes you don't have to completely shut a door. I think like, I guess that's different from relationships and friendships. Like when I leave a relationship, like door closed, like, no, we're, we're not friends. Like that's, at least for me, I can't do that. Like it just doesn't having someone like as a friend when you broke up. No, not not my thing. But like as a friend, sometimes you don't have to completely shut the door. You could just be like, "Hey, when you're ready, when yeah. you're ready." Because sometimes you never know what people are going through. Sometimes people are just going through like a phase, and you're like, "I'm not loving this phase for you." Yeah. So I'm not gonna be a part of it because I don't want to like play Encourage in this behavior. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm not trying to get yeah. arrested almost like you're low-key doing shit that's like not smart anyway so you're like I can't like be with you while you're doing this but I'll always be here if you want to get coffee or whatever and they come around sometimes they're like I yeah. don't know what that was that was so out of character for me thanks for still being here it's like yeah I was down to still be your friend I knew this was just not the, the vibe. vibe for either of us uh, yeah I've had that. I've had a very long friendship uh, with one of my friends and we both had faces where we just like weren't really talking for like a year, but we were like, okay. And I just remember her like kind of asking like what was up. And I was just like, I just don't necessarily love who you are right now. Like to be completely frank. And I actually think that low key, like made her be like, Oh, you know, Uh, but we rallied. We were totally like, good after that and you know we're we're friends to this day so like some people are worth you know how I think just being very straightforward I see a lot of friend breakups happen when people stop communicating yeah like if you're if your friend's doing some behavior that you don't like don't become avoidant I've had most of my friend breakups were because I've communicated that something bothered me and the other person instead of like trying to be like okay how can we work this out has just like poof disappeared yeah. And I'm like, well, that just showed me maybe not that you don't care about me, but it does show me that you right now you are not in the space where you want to resolve conflict with me. And that sucks because then it hurts my feelings. Right. Because then it makes me I take it personal because that's who I am. Yeah. A little bit. And that that's where that drift crosses. Communicate with your friends. <laughs> and also sometimes breakups happen so that better so that you guys can come back later better like sometimes when you have like a soft break with someone it allows you if you had kept going with that friendship you would have had the hard break you know where it's like oh we actually can't be friends anymore versus like i'm just gonna take a break and then we'll get back to it sometime hopefully no communication with your exes though (laughs) no honestly only friends literally that's the last thing psa don't ever communicate with your ex they're your ex for a reason i don't think being friends with your ex i don't think that's good like maybe if it's enough time and you guys are both really mature but i think for most of the time you really need to take a hard break from communicating with your ex long time uh, it de- i think it depends if you all did each other dirty yeah don't do that i i've met people who are like cool with their exes but like there wasn't any major like drama you know yeah they were just like yeah we were together for a while but we realized baby no <laughs> And I'm like, no drama, like no issue on anybody, nobody, you know, like That's hurt so somebody mature. else. They're like, no, <laughs> That's so 
Awesome. I love that for them. <laughs> yeah. Never done that. <laughs> there was no yelling. Yeah. There was no yelling. There were no tears. <laughs> you didn't call his mama. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucked up. It'd be like that. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Things for Your Concern. Please subscribe and um, please go follow us on Instagram at Things Number Four Your Concern. I'm at Bernice Adsm and I'm at Ella L Tudor. We will see you next week. Thanks. Bye.